0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Speaking of abuse and harassment and bullying, we've heard a lot about uh, those kinds of things going on within the CPS. So an update today on that, but also very interesting, the police chief, and here's a couple of, of clips from the chief, uh, talking about their decision to, to tr- go out, find somebody, a third party, an independent party, to review the issue of police-involved shootings why there have been so many this year, why there have been so much more in Calgary than in other cities. Uh, so here's uh, the chief today before police commission.
1: It's going to be independent of policing. I'm not going to hire a former police officer or a police apologist. I'll hire someone who can bring very independent eyes to us and provide a set of recommendations. That I can report back to the commission and say, this is what that person has recommended we do and what we change in the organization going forward to evolve us. That I'm not looking at, you know, for sake of a better term as putting lipstick on a pig, this is really a cause for some meaningful reform, uh, starting with leadership, supporting our, our officers, supporting the public, making sure that given the environment that we're policing in, we have to find ways to create safety, not to get our guns out of our holsters more often. Uh,
0: right. Look, we, we give officers those guns in their holsters as a last resort. and if They feel their lives are in danger, somebody's, somebody else's life is in danger. Uh, then they're authorized to use those firearms, to use lethal force to deal with the situation. Right? And nobody here is saying, look, police officers should take needless risks or have other members of the public needlessly face risk. But it is about public safety, and it is about those who, who might possibly be shot by a police officer. We need to make sure that if that's happening, it's happening because it needed to happen. And we've seen instances where perhaps that didn't need to happen. And there's no one doing it after the fact. A lot of questions, obviously, here in Calgary around the shooting of Anthony Heffernan uh, in that Calgary hotel room. Obviously, uh, Sammy Yetim, the situation in Toronto, uh, where that young man was shot dead on a Toronto streetcar police officer convicted uh, of attempted murder. Uh, So we do need to make sure that these things are being done by the book. We have a cert that investigates these shootings and it was a that recommended charges in the anthony heffernan shooting uh, only to have the crown decide not to pursue the case but otherwise a tends to to side with the police officer but they're not really in a position to say well here's why more of these instances are happening in calgary this year do we need someone to do that joining us uh, for some thoughts doug king joins us on the line professor at the department of justice studies at mount royal university doug good afternoon welcome to the program good afternoon rob what do you make of the the Chiefs' announcement today? There,
1: well, you know, it, I know that he had articulated an uh, interest in uh, going this route about two months ago. So I'm I'm pleased to see that they are finally going to make it happen. I I do think uh, timing is very important here. I'm, we're all <clears throat> excuse me, we're all familiar with the Yakubuchi report that came out of Toronto, and uh, that came out 16 months after the shooting on the bus. Um, And uh, with respect to the chief and the police commission, um, we're two months uh, out of him saying that they'd like to move that way forward. So two months of the 16 months to get the report out. So it's, yeah, let's get going on it. If we're going to do it, let's move fast on this thing.
0: Why do you believe it's important to, to, to look into this? Well, I,
1: a lot, lots of reasons. My experience has always been that police agencies and the police industry in North America tends to look to uh, one another for answers and solutions to the problems that they are experiencing so um you know police agencies will often say we don't know we don't think it's an issue of training because we train the same way all other police agencies train um what we do need is someone who can um, go beyond what other police agencies are doing. Have, look at look at things with fresh eyes. So, for example, um, the Yakubuchi study that was that came out in 2014 provides a really excellent um, uh, report card um, for how police agencies should be dealing with people who are or mentally ill and. Are engaged with interactions with the police. One simple thing to do would just simply grab that report, apply it to the Calgary Police Service, and say, "Are you guys doing any of these 75 recommendations?" I mean, so that's uh, that's a uh, that should have been done. I would assert should have been done a year and a half ago, um, before any of this happened. That we should have been. More proactive in looking at the Akabuchi study and saying, uh, "Are we consistent with that um, call of moving forward?" So there are lots of reasons to do do this. I've, again, I just come back to this idea of let's get going with it. It's it's time.
0: Well, and, and that report talked about moving to to a, a different kind of culture where you know that the aim is to have um, a zero deaths police mm-hmm. culture, right? Uh, yeah. Obviously, we don't want police having to put their own lives at risk unnecessarily. So, how do we get to that kind of a culture then?
1: Well, you know, it uh, the report is is um, uh, the report is really extremely comprehensive. It it calls for enhanced mental health training for police officers in terms of how they deal with people who are mentally ill in in the public, it talks about um, not just uh, during uh, acquiring this information while you are, are in police training, but they call for a mental health first aid uh, cert- certification before you even apply to become a police officer. It talks about ongoing in-service training. It also zeroes in, interestingly enough, on um, the mental health of the officers themselves. And that's something that we need to be worried about here in Calgary, because there have been recent studies done um, that have come out, the police commission issue report, that the level of morale within Calgary police service is at an all-time low. And these things relate to how people engage other people in the public. So if I'm a very dissatisfied professor how that will translate in how i deal with my students so it talks about that kind of cultural issue it also talks about questions of whether or not uh, the calgary police service indeed has the necessary level of equipment uh, to deal with uh, people of mental disorder Um, the toronto study uh, recommended that uh, toronto go to something called a sock gun which um it it fires out a very hard um, um projectile that is almost like hitting someone in the chest with a with a with a bar or something. It hurts and it can um uh crack um ribs and things like that, but it certainly is better than shooting them. So, you know, there again, I mean i I don't want to be too critical of the Calgary Police Service because they have tended to um, respond uh, well in times of crisis. But are we sure that we are training our officers appropriately? Um, Are we sure we have enough equipment for them, body cams, those kinds of things? So, yeah, you know, again, the report, the Toronto report has been out for two years, and I would have hoped someone would have had a look at it here in Calgary and said, "Let's, let's see if we're up to snuff
0: yeah well, as you say i mean it was it was done for a reason they They brought in a, a very a highly respected former judge and some mm-hmm. pretty comprehensive recommendations When you talk about the people that then potentially police are dealing with right now mm-hmm. um, and you know it seems to be maybe a lot of it 's linked to to the fentanyl crisis, people with addictions issues uh, so people who are not necessarily looking to to cause harm to others but find themselves in a situation where there's where there 's that potential so a lot of people mm-hmm. have used the word De-escalation. Do Do police mm-hmm. officers have enough of those kinds of skills to de-escalate those kinds of situations?
1: You know, I think uh, Rob. I think you're right. I mean, if you look at the incidents here in Calgary where someone's actually been shot by uh, shot at by the police, about half of them are people who clearly have some form of mental um, mental illness, mental disorder, and um, if you are put into a situation without any training on how to deal with someone with mental disorders or mental illness issues, um, your initial response, particularly if you're a police officer, if in the absence of training for the situation, you will go to training that you already have in kind of, um, you know, how you've done things in the past. and so. If you don't have training in de-escalation, talking, containment, um, those kinds of things, um, then uh, you're going to uh, understandably want to resolve the issue as quickly as you can. And in some of these instances here, here in Calgary, they were incredibly dangerous. They involved weapons. The incidents were uh, the um, gentleman... Was shot in a garage, and he had a um, butcher knife in his hand. Another uh, guy was shooting uh, his uh, gun outside a window. These are really incredibly dangerous situations. So, if you don't have the tools to deal with mental health issues, then you're going to fall to the tools, training tools that you do have, and that will be use of force. So, you know, it it um, uh, again, it, it sounds. Uh, it's It sounds uh, simple, but it is a much more complex idea that, you no, know, we need, really do need to look to make sure that police officers are being trained for policing in the 21st century.
0: Indeed. Well, I guess we'll see who, who they ask to to do this review. But as you say, we, we've got a bit of a blueprint here in this Yacobucha report.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we commend the Calgary Police Service for moving forward the chief i i'm I'm a big fan of our current chief because he's been very transparent about wanting to resolve these issues i'm pleased to see the calgary police commission is um is supportive of this is seeing a need for this um and i guess it just might be um where i am right now but let's get moving with this let's let's not let's stop talking let's 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 start uh putting out those calls for uh, consultants and let's get
0: them going. Yeah, indeed. Well, we'll see what happens from here, Doug. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Appreciate the insight. Thank you. That's uh, Doug King professor in the department of justice studies at Mount Royal university. Uh, that maybe we should have been having these conversations before we've let this uh, come to a head, at least the police chief now saying that, yeah, something, you know, needs to be done and, and let's bring in some, some outside, some third party to review this and see what, if anything we need to change. So, the, the police chief is conceding this now at this point. I, I think that's some vindication uh, to others who have been pushing for this, including City Council Brian Pincock, who said, Look, can we please admit that we have a problem? And let's look into this. And I mean, you had the response from the Calgary Police Association, you know, suggesting that, that he was anti cop, that they were going to work maybe even to defeat him in the next election. Well, now the police chief is even conceding that, yeah, we do need to bring in somebody. From the outside, fresh set of eyes to look at what's going on here, what might need to change. All right, 403-974-8255 is our telephone number here. Uh, Some of the news coming out of Berlin, uh, German authorities are treating this as a terrorist attack, a truck uh, plowing into a crowd in Berlin. At this point, they're reporting nine dead, up to 50 injured, and the driver of the vehicle reportedly still at large. Uh, It's uh, obviously well into the evening in Berlin now. Uh, But this was apparently a very popular, very crowded Christmas market that was clearly targeted then for that reason. Uh, So nine dead at this point, and the German authorities treating this as a terrorist attack. So we'll continue to monitor that situation, uh, obviously, as well. The fallout from the uh, attack in Turkey today, the assassination of the Russian ambassador to Turkey apparently, the hands uh, of a Turkish police officer. There's a lot of concern about the tension between Turkey and Russia going forward. So a lot of stories we're watching here today. we got to take a break, though. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.